Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Asian Avengers. So weak. The Asian Avengers. So weak. So, so fuckable, bro. You know? Whoa. Whoa. There's five Asian guys together. Wow. Together. Did you ever um, go through a stealing phase? Do I think everyone should have a gun? Maybe. Or you can look me up. I don't care. I'll fight you. I don't care. You want to get high as fuck? You, you like opium? Hey, welcome back to another episode of Asian Not Asian Podcast, the podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues no American cares about. I am your host, Fumi Abe. And I'm Mike Nguyen. Today is January 23rd, Saturday. Uh, if you're listening to this on your uh, phones right now, your smartphones, please take a screenshot and post it on Instagram stories. Tag us at AsianNotAsianPod. That's how we get new listeners. And if you're an iTunes listener, please, please leave a review, a five-star review only. We don't want to hear anything else. And if you want more bonus content from me and Mike, please go to patreon.com slash AsianNotAsianPod uh, for bonus monthly episodes and other cool stuff like nudes. Um, <laughs> I usually say uh, we're coming at you live from Brooklyn. Uh, I'm not saying that today because You're that not. would be a lie because i'm coming at you i'm coming at you coming live at you i don't know what the phrase is from <laughs> goddamn hawaii everybody i should goddamn. have said aloha goddamn. Goddamn. yeah yeah mahalo dude mahalo have you been have you been um, saying mahalo a lot mahalo means thank you it means everything doesn't it it means like hello goodbye thank you yes oh no. i don't know what when, when i was flying hawaii airlines they said mahalo when i was getting off so i thought i just assumed it meant thank you but i haven't really looked it up I uh, used to work at this, uh, like this, when I first graduated and it was my first shitty job and I had to like call different places to like verify if people had worked at their, at the place they said on the resume. And one mm-hmm. of the, like anytime I called someone in, uh, anyone in Hawaii, Bank of America, Starbucks's, whatever, it'd always be like, mahalo. And I was like, is this fucking Bank of America? It's like mahaloing me. <laughs> it's like Bank of America. You know, it's like, it's like Morgan Stanley. Mahalo. We, your interest yeah. rates are very, you know, like, it's crazy. Man. So <laughs> I love it, bro. Uh, yeah, it's, it's weird. Like, I knew that they said that here. But it is weird to like walk into a store and hear aloha all the time. Like part of me thinks like it's some like running bit or something. I was like, there's <laughs> no way you say aloha. Like that's insane. But um, yeah, Hawaii has been cool, man. I've never been here. It's my first time. Uh, a lot of my friends are moving here who yep. are not comedians because they yep. can just do that. And yep. uh, they're living their best life. Um, I've been, you know, it's interesting. Like I didn't, I didn't have any expectations when I came here, but. I've been going to the beach a lot and of course there are gorgeous women because it's Hawaii but like I catch myself um, only looking at hot Asian guys um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't even I don't even care about the women uh, I'm because here's I'm not gay but I love representation that much you know yes. I've asked to take so many pictures with hot Asian guys with abs and it's just been a true uh, dream come true for me just just stopping your car and getting out and just being like I gotta take yeah. a picture with this guy have you seen this guy's yeah, abs yeah 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 they're really, uh, they're really nice about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but it's it? crazy, man. Like, I feel like oh, Hawaii, I mean, obviously there's a lot of Asian people on the West Coast and, you know, LA and then San Francisco is like that. But like Hawaii, it's like another level of Asian, dude. Like mm. they got, they got rice balls everywhere. <laughs> it's crazy. Like you That's... go to Safeway 
and they just sell bento boxes. Oh, like that's that sounds a awesome. regular, you know, that's just what they do. Um, and that's, I love like, yeah, go ahead. No, that, I love that that's our definition of paradise. It's like, oh, bento boxes everywhere, you know? <laughs> it feels so you know, nice, it's like dude. in the Bible. <laughs> and, 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 and lo, bento boxes were all around in the land of milk and honey and bento boxes. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's like, you know, hey, you know me, I'm on the East Coast and I'm always like having these like existential crisis about my identity. But like, it's it's crazy because there's like a pretty deep Japanese American history here. I can see that. And, uh, you know, my, uh, my family is not part of that that immigration story. But like, it's so interesting to like see Japanese names on like tunnels and shit. Like they're oh, everywhere. Yeah. Like I've seen like six places called like Fumi's Flower Shop or something. And I've just <laughs> I've I've literally I've literally never seen my name written on anything in this country other than like a test I'm taking. Right. And uh I was pumped and I was just like wondering like if like white people feel that way, you know, if they like I was thinking I, I was thinking about you and I was like oh, yeah, cuz yeah. your name is Michael like do you right. get pumped when you go into the arts and crafts store Michaels like is that a <laughs> I don't know is, is this I, relatable I remember I remember when I was a kid and um, I first realized there was a store called Michaels and I was like this is awesome and I went inside and it's just a bunch of crafts and shit and I was like this is yeah. incredibly whack I was like this is not at all the store <laughs> I would have but I think it's that's cool I, I mean I saw on your Instagram you had this thing where you um, you know how um um in a, in like a tourist like a trinket shop they'll have all the different name plates that you could buy they say different names you can you know yeah. like oh you know like uh oh it's like a funny you know um uh 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 you know nameplate that has you know andrew on there or whatever the fuck it is and you were saying you never see your name on there but uh, yeah it would be cool to like have a lot of different kinds of names like japanese names and stuff like that so i mean you know why not yeah man um so that was cool um and then like it's so interesting coming here from brooklyn because like a, you know, nobody has like I know there's a lot of jokes about people gaining weight in quarantine, um, and I've fluctuated as well. But like, I don't think people realize, like, I don't think New Yorkers realize how much stamina they've lost oh, just God. from Dude. being inside. So like, I'm not saying like you know your beer belly or not. Like that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking yep. about like stamina, as in like I went surfing and I was <laughs> em so embarrassed, so embarrassed that how tired I got just to go surfing. Like you have to paddle your way out, out there. Yeah, And man. then I got too tired and I tried to turn around and then that journey also took like an additional 30 minutes. And like, <laughs> it was actually kind of, it was kind of scary, you know, to, to be like, wow, like I, like I can't do these like basic things anymore because I've been literally sitting inside watching anime for like seven months. <laughs> well, paddling is so hard. I mean, that's probably like one of the hardest parts of surfing, I feel, is paddling out and then paddling back. Because you know, yeah. like that's you know, you're you get. When are we ever? When are New Yorkers ever paddling? You know, we're never. <laughs> I, well, we need to be doing more paddling. I tell you, <laughs> we can. We, we can't go into the Hudson. Okay, you, you'll get like a whole bunch of needles in your arm and stuff like that, and you, you won't be you won't be able to paddle. So like, it, it it's just not something we do. You know, but I know. Uh, and it's yeah. yeah, and like uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just say this one more thing, and then we can bring your guest, and I'm gonna ask him about Hawaii, even though he's not Hawaiian. I don't think, uh, <laughs> like. It's just like coming from New York is such a hilarious experience because, okay, so like there's the athletic part, right? Where you're just yeah. like laughing at how out of shape you are yeah. and you're, you, you feel so ashamed. And then we went hiking uh, and then it's so funny because like every plant you see 
Mm. There, you're like, you think to yourself, you're like, I have paid $90 for this in Brooklyn. Yeah. You know, like this goddamn flower. I've literally paid 75 bucks to have this in my apartment and it is just chilling right here in Hawaii. I could just cut it and take it home. Yeah. And there's like the nicest plant in like, you know, the gas station bathroom. You know, it's just like, this is an awesome plant. I gotta take this home. And I, I just imagining you like flying back to New York and they're checking your luggage and it's just full of plants. And you're just like, sir, what is Dude. this? Is this? <laughs> hey, I'm just trying to live that like plant daddy life. You know, that's like, apparently that's in right now. You know, you got to have like all these plants and, and blue lights and shit. Yeah. Um, what's it? Um, uh, I do feel like in everything that other people take for granted is like a thing in New York that someone is going to charge you for, you know? Yeah. Where, yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like one time... Um, I was like moving my couch like in New York and I was like moving it on the street, right? I was just like pushing it and legit two or three people asked me, yo, what class is this? Is this, this is cool. Is this some sort of CrossFit thing? And I was like, I'm just moving my couch. That's it. <laughs> but New Yorkers are just like, yo, this could be like a really good like business plan, you know? So yeah. it's like, it, it, you know, uh, in Hawaii, it's just like, I'm just walking around surfing or whatever. But you know, if it was in New York, it'd be called like surf fit. It would cost like $160 yeah, 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 a week, yeah. right? And yeah. it would be like, you know, like whatever. You'd have some sort of yogi teaching you and shit. They would have like a like a Peloton, but it's for surfing. You get exactly. your own like in-house <laughs> yeah, exactly. surfboard. It's $2,500, yeah. okay? Um, yeah. Yeah, man. I think, yeah, I, I'm, you, you're looking hot. I mean, you know, already. I'm going to say it. Yeah, you the go with that shaka. hitting me with a shaka. That's my the move. vibes, dude. Oh, <laughs> I've changed. I go by Fumi Lani now. I'm Hawaiian. <laughs> and it's all good. Lani. I come in peace, dude. All right, man. But, All right. Uh, well, mahalo to that. Um, yeah, let's let's bring up our guest, uh, Fumi. Absolutely. Uh, I'm so excited to have our guest on. Um, he's another famous person. We've been very fortunate recently. We've been getting a lot of famous people We've on this podcast. We've been getting some bangers, dude. You know? It's been crazy. Uh, so maybe maybe we're getting better as an organization. I'm I'm and I'm sure that's not uh, something that you and I did. No, that's not you fun. and I at all. No. <laughs> we haven't changed at all. Well, you've changed. You've we become changed. Fumilani, so that's that's. <laughs> yeah, a little Hawaiian rebranding there. Uh, our <laughs> guest today is a TV comedy writer, writer who has written uh, on such shows as Mixed Ish, uh, which I watched on the plane ride over here. Hell yeah, uh, Robot Chicken and Problematic with Mocha Casher. Um, he's also uh, got this podcast called Yo Is This Racist, which is pretty big so check that out uh, with his co-host uh tani newsome so everybody give it up for the hilarious andrew t what's up thanks for having me oh hey, hey. it's been a while since i've gotten woos from a crowd that's fucking crazy. <laughs> wait do, do you do you do stand up is Are that you why stand you said up that too? No, no i i was actually most i've done stand up exactly uh, probably like 10 times um, but we were we were doing live uh, Yozis racist shows. Oh shit! Whoa. That so sounds that, yeah. That was where. And honestly, I only did stand up because I was like, shit. If I'm gonna be standing in front of people with a microphone, I probably should like get sort of comfortable with it because it's like, um, you know, it's a skill. It's a skill that I did not right. have. Oh, well, you did it as like practice for your podcast. Yeah, shows. I I literally just wrote like ten minutes worth of jokes that were like fine. That's a lot. That's kind fun. of fine to bad. <laughs> Let's say fine, fine to bad, um, and then um, yeah, I was I was just like doing open mics, and I did a couple a couple like shows. Um, I was yeah, and, and yeah, it was it was fucking. Uh, it's not exactly my thing, but you know. It's it's it was really just like all right all right let's just hold the mic truly just like basic yeah. shit hold the hold the <laughs> just mic just hold the mic move like, the mic stand yeah 
Yeah, how how far to put it towards your face? Like little shit. Right. I was like, I should just, I could, you know, L.A. has places where you can learn to do that for free, so I should probably do it. As opposed to like, um, yeah, because we're really lucky. We we get to do like decent sized live podcast shows, and so yeah, I was like, God, it's gonna be like you know three hundred people here, so I should <laughs> learn. learn. <laughs> I I should I need to like learn where to look, where to stand. Yeah, little shit, little shit. So um, yeah, yeah. T- 10, 10 times of doing stand-up is all anyone ever needs to do, okay? We, after that's that, true. there's a tremendous diminishing of return. So <laughs> yeah. you, you well, become like us. You Like, I'm a troll now. So, yeah. Yeah. But that's that's where you learn if you love it. Like, right around set number nine, you're like, am I doing this again? And for me, the answer was like, <laughs> no, nah, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> Thank you. I right. love that. I love yeah. that. And that's or why you're you, much yeah, more successful exactly. than we are. I feel like, yeah, stand-up stand up is definitely like smoking, you know? Like after the 10th time of smoking, you're like, okay, am I going to be an addict or not, you know? And yeah, that's yeah. why I always tell people, don't do stand-up because if it gets into your lungs, you're fucked and, yeah. and you just can't <laughs> stop doing it. it um, was, I, I will say it was hard for me though too because the like the stand-up life, I was like, like at the time when I was doing it, I was like, um, we were like in person at Mixedish and like, it's like rough to be like go into a writer's room and like work for yeah. you know however long oh, and then be like you right. know i'm gonna stay up and drink for a little bit i was like you know there are a couple times yeah. i got like four hours of sleep and i was like i can't i just got to pick one or the other for right now and only one of them was paying bills so <laughs> yeah yep, you know? yep i feel that you know? this is the first week with no trump right mm. and mm. i have mm. to say mm-hmm. it has been so boring right it's just nothing it feels like it feels so quiet it's so chill you know i don't have heart palpitations all the time and i was mm-hmm. thinking about um you know i realize this fumi is is food you know we you and i fumi, we've been doing comedy for like seven ish years which means that most of our comedy career trump was in office right mm. and i even remember the the day that trump got elected and i went and did a stand-up show that day and it was raining, oh, and Trump had and Trump had gotten elected, and um, a lot of uh, people have heard the story. But it's it's I went to the show. Uh, there were only comedians at the show, and there was only one audience member, and that was my wife that I had brought with me. And <laughs> I remember we still did the show because <laughs> we were assholes. That's insane. <laughs> And I'm like looking at my wife as I'm doing it. And she's just like, she's like, I'm going to kill you when I get home because I can't believe you fucking dragged me to the shit. It's already bad enough to Trump won. <laughs> but it made me think, you know, like, you know, I feel uh, the Trump administration was, it was such a heavy thing for all of us. And mm-hmm. then I, and I was I was thinking, oh, well, once he's off, it, once he's gone, everything's going to be great. Right. Well, of course not. Right. Everything is still pretty shitty. I feel like now I'm, <laughs> it's like the, the, the hangover is lifting and I'm realizing, oh, yeah, our lives were still pretty bad before. I mean, we saw a lot of problems before. <laughs> right. So it made me think like, oh, shit, it's like it's like we just reverted back to 2016 where everything is still we still have a lot of problems we have to deal with. So it made me think like, oh, oh you know, how much progress have we made? I think that's going to be the theme of the show and what what I wanted to talk to Andrew about. About, you know, like how much progress have we made, you know, not not just, you know, in society or where the fuck it is, but like as Asian comedians and and and, and that sort of thing. You know, uh, Andrew, you you've had this blog for a long time. I feel mm-hmm. you're like an old school like you you and angry Asian man. 
right? <laughs> WordPress. <laughs> WordPress. I mean, you know, Phil. Phil has been around longer than me and and doing more like Asian specific shit than me. I think like. Yeah, they're, they're, the progress is interesting, especially in entertainment, right? So it's like, yeah. you know, obviously, I want to talk about that. you know, that that's a very unique area because that's sort of like sort of the one and only place where Asian people like, you know, don't have the model minority shit going on. Like, yeah. you know, because it's like finance or like, you know dealing with the police or whatever it's like you know we have been put at the top of the the uh people of color pile basically right um but but entertainment it's not and then you're like how much how much do i really complain about this shit <laughs> like you know <laughs> it's it's like hard to find jobs but you know you know, I'm not, I don't, I don't, I don't worry about getting pulled over by the racist ass right. LAPD, you know? So right. it's like, it, it's hard to calibrate the tone, you know? Cause it's, it's right. like when you're talking about shit, you're like, well, these are problems. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's not, not a problem, but like, for me, I really struggle with like, all right, but what do I say about this partially? Yeah. And this is where I get kind of messed up because I think, um, like I have a, a different perspective from a lot of like prominent Asian Americans because I'm like from I was born in Michigan, like mm. I went to I went to high school with one and a half Asian people, um, <laughs> and the one was me, and right. but also it's it's like I you know I I'm sort of like lucky not lucky that like because of. I mean, I guess socioeconomic shit. Not that my family was like rich or anything, but you know, we're like middle class. But they're like, my family was like, had all these like really conservative Asian people in them. Like, you know, a bunch of my yeah, aunts yeah. voted for Trump and like, you know. Oh, yeah. really Same like, here, baby. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so it's weird. So so when, when you talk about Asian people in mm. my head, I'm like, there's my dumbass aunt in there. Like, you know, there's all these people <laughs> that I'm like, kind of like, fuck these people. So it's hard. It's, yeah. it's hard for me to have like a unified message the way that I think like some like I think a lot of people you know like uh, like a lot of like my my Chinese friends from the Bay Area are like very focused and clear and right. even though their idea of what Asian culture is is I think too small it's very yeah. clear to them they're right. like yeah yeah it's these people um you know it's it's this culture and we are this thing and I'm like I mean we're not but I like your version better, but it's not accurate, but yours is better. So, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I, uh, yeah. I feel like I just talked in circles. I didn't answer Jack no. shit. No, no, <laughs> no. Well, I mean, there is, there is I, no. I, I felt like, uh, yeah. I felt like that was like, uh, your job interview for the show Mixed Dish. Cause isn't that show like all about not, not understanding if you're black, if you're white. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I will just say, I think my boss knows this. Um, my i mean it was obvious it was clear in the interview like i was like yeah that but that's like a big part of like a lot of people's experiences it's like when you talk about race it's like black or white and like mm -hmm. obviously yes. we occupy a place that is neither of those and our you know asian people in general kind of get to decide or it's put on them like which side that they're on right in, in various issues and it's not the same it's not consistent so it's like right 
you know, obviously way smarter people than me have like analyzed this, but like from the how you feel about it perspective, it's like interesting because it's like just constantly like you don't know what other Asian people think or feel a lot of the times. Mm -hmm. We all had like the same mm. shit put on us, but we all we come out so many different ways that is like, yes. Um, yeah, it's so so I, it's weird. It's, it's it's hard when you talk about Asian people. I'm like, who are we? Yeah, no, I mean, that's entirely what it is. And. You know, just 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 very quickly, I uh, whenever Fumi and I put out something on Instagram, there's like, you know, we, we pull it out a bit or something that happens on the podcast or 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 whatever, and it'll be like eighty percent of of our f people who are listening will be like, yeah, I totally get it, and then twenty percent will be like, you you know, you guys are like making Asian people look bad and blah blah blah, and I'm and I guess I get I get so upset about it, <laughs> and I'm like, motherfucker, right? Like, yeah, it, first of all, we're stupid. And second, <laughs> you know, I mean, this is really like the point. Like, you know, there isn't one thing, and mm -hmm. that's kind of the whole theme of the, the whole show. Fumi, you were going to say something? Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's hard to release stuff. It's hard to release content for quote unquote Asian people because of exactly that point. And exactly. I, you know, I also, I'm, all, I'm from Ohio, Andrew, so it's like the same oh, thing, shit. right? Okay. Like, I yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't, like, my experience growing up as an Asian American is a complete. 180 from Mike yeah. or who Mike grew up in LA you know right, so it's exactly. like I don't know blue integral uh, lights and stuff like that exactly uh, like I have no idea what the hell he's talking about you know <laughs> like I'm I'm listening to Christian rock over here so it's like it's very different but <laughs> I do want to I do want to um, talk about you know I mean we can focus a little bit on you know with, with you Andrew about you know just you as a uh, as a comedy person um, first of all I didn't know you were a comedy person I I, I, I assumed for some reason that you were an academic <laughs> Just because I had seen God you around damn. for a while, and I was like, "This guy's clearly a graduate student," you know, like, you know, yeah. with your with your Tumblr and everything like that. Um, but I mean, like, very quickly, like, how did you did you transition into comedy first, or were you like, no, you know what, I want to go into comedy right away and write and, totally. and all that stuff? Or yeah, not even close, man. Um, I, I I think like a lot of uh, Asian people. Um, I was always like, uh, I, that's not, I, there's no way, like, you can't do this, you know, yeah, you're yeah. not allowed. There's no one, there's no one. I mean, partially it was that the, the, um, crop of Asian like comics that was like big when, I mean, they're, they're, like no one was big, but it was literally like right. Mark Cho and Dat, Dat Fan. And I was like, yeah, there you go. my boy, baby. Dat, my neither <laughs> we're going to get him on the show. Like, I'm going to get him on the show. Neither, <laughs> neither of them are me. So I was like, yeah, uh, that's fair. I, I guess I guess it's because, you know, because so, I was like one of those like comedy junkies when I was a kid. But I was like, eh, I just, you know, like comedy such yeah. was on 24 seven, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and then so but I was I was sort of just like, all right, well. I'll be like the funniest computer programmer. It's fine. Like I'm not like yeah. I don't give a shit. So like in my twenties, <laughs> I was like I was like a freelance like web computer developer. Programmer. Yeah, that's such a poor. funny specific goal to have. I'm yeah, gonna be very the funniest yeah. computer programmer, yeah, yeah, yeah. killing it's it fine. in the basement. We'll, we'll just, <laughs> yeah, we'll just have the most fun in our little like fucking computer lab or whatever. But like, um, and then I got a job at Comedy Central, um, working in like as a digital media producer basically. So I was like, okay. okay. That's cool. Um, and that was where like two things happened. One is like, I met a lot of like working comedians and like writers and shit. And I was like, oh, that's it? Like, I thought you people were magic. And it's like, no, <laughs> you ain't you're shit. fine. You're just yeah, fine. <laughs> like, true, 
I mean, truly, I was like, it, there's nothing like, oh, I can do this more right. than like just meeting the people who do it. And you're like, oh, yeah. that's, that's, you're, you're the dude. Okay. Um, <laughs> but that's like also part of the representation thing, right? It's like, right. you know, I don't even know, like, like, had I wanted to, like, I mean, I guess if I was a real maniac, I would have been like, you know, finding the people, you know, pre right. like, you know, interning or whatever okay yeah 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 but i was truly just like this is not an option for me so so i didn't start like writing until so i basically started the tumblr when i was at comedy central because like and this is not i i feel like i when i tell this it sounds like a jab at comedy central but it's not it's like every entertainment what what year was this i mean i'm old man uh i think i started (laughs) in 2000 2006 maybe okay so they were because like because like they were still releasing good shit i feel like they've like died oh, down a lot yeah, yeah. Po- post yeah, post like broad city they really have nothing now but yeah I, their their business model kind of got fucked by i mean mostly yeah. by netflix i think um i don't know <laughs> look i don't as i'm working in the industry but i don't know how it works um but <laughs> uh, but but like so so at, when i was at comedy central though i was like often the only person of color in x or y meetings not like you know and so so often like you know when shit would come up about race like even though it had nothing to do with me so the reason basically what i'm saying is the reason i started yo is this racist is people kept asking me i have no (laughs) specific training or insight but it's like if you're gonna ask me i will tell you yeah the obvious let's ask the the asian guy from michigan you know if if this yeah yeah Like, I don't That's fucking funny. specifically know, but guess what? The fact that you asked me means that you and I both know it's racist. So I I, so yeah. I love that. And I think that's why I felt that I thought you were an academic. I was like, this guy is clearly, you know, he's using some sort of Gramscian, <laughs> you know, rubric framework based on Marx in order to analyze this. But no, just some yeah. dude from the basement who <laughs> just has a Tumblr going on. But that's. That's that's the key of like yeah. I think like the experience of any person of color, right? It's yeah, like, for sure. Even even if even if you're not woke or like thinking about it, at the at the end of the day, you have had shit that happened to you that whether you think about it or not gives you a different perspective than like any given white person, um, you know, yeah. or, or the culture in general, and like it's all in there, and, and so that's the thing with with Yosef's races is like you know me and Tani are like fucking dumbasses but like guess what we're still like we're still like better on race than like a lot of people you know because it's just like or a lot of white people or like you know and and that perspective like fucking matters have you felt that like you know we fumi and i we always talk about the asian wave right kind of like the whole thing starting from 2017 ish um with crazy rich asians and fresh off the boat and that sort of thing have you have you felt that like we've made some progress forward and and maybe progress back with you know the china virus thing and or Mm -hmm. or do you feel Mm -hmm. like it's you know on the ground from a comedy perspective do you feel like okay people might be more open to you know stories like Mm -hmm. the ones i have to tell or whatever yeah totally i think like i mean it's like the sad sick part of hollywood especially or like entertainment in general that like it just fucking like money talks so much Um, so like, you know, crazy rich Asians doing well, I will say this, this is a thing that it's like at its heart is based in racism, but, um, is benefiting me. So I guess I don't talk about it very much, which is like the, what the white Hollywood establishment 
does not really process that there's a difference between, like, as you guys say, like Asian Asians and like yes. Asian Americans. Mm-hmm. Yes, so, like, not a thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so like in the back of their head, they, you know, whether conscious or not, they, I think they believe that, you know, the fact that China, the vague, their vague concept of China yes. like has so much money. That's the new entertainment audience. So, and it, it sort of makes sense that Asian Americans would be the closest that they have readily available to like, yeah. um, you know, fucking tap that audience. But like, guess what? Like my shit about <laughs> like, you know, I'm pitching all this stuff about being a fucking dirtbag semi drug dealer in Michigan, Asian kid. <laughs> and like, yep. you know, what's not going to fly in Shanghai is those people are not going to give a fuck about my stories. Yo, right. that yes. is so true and fucked up. Like, like yeah i'm thinking now you know even in the movie inception like they had a they had an actor from japan and in the <laughs> yeah. eyes of the hollywood they're like oh no that one that one was for michael nguyen you know we did it for <laughs> yeah, you buddy you go. Like, we got you buddy yeah that's representation. crazy uh it's better than nothing but this is not this is not it truly it's it's right like, you know but yeah i i mean i don't know if it's I mean, no, it's both the market and myself. Like, I'm just also more confident in telling those stories now because it's like we got to like so. So so here's like an actual like tangible thing. I was thinking about this because there's always like on Twitter uh, there people are like, oh, what was your first spec script or whatever? Like, well, you know, how did you get started in industry? And one thing that definitely happened to me that this is not like mind-blowing or anything my first like two scripts that i tried to use to get uh writing jobs were like had like white main characters it was very like mm-hmm. you know kind of a yep. shitty office like rip off like right um and they they would like you know there would be people of color in them like it was more diverse than just your normal yep. like shitty white guy thing but it was still a white guy comedy story because i thought that's what the people who would hire me would want and yeah. didn't get didn't get jobs off those got very very few meetings and shit like no one really wanted to hear it and then the thing that got me work was like i wrote something that was like depressingly autobiographical like it's mm. it's embarrassing but just like the amount of shit in that in that pilot that people respond to that actually happened to me is depressingly high um yeah. and <laughs> and and that shit is like like i think like Asian people coming up don't hear that or or they yeah. do but they they like it's hard to process it because you're like yo I want to work on I don't know the fucking good place or whatever I'm going to yeah, write yeah. something like that to show that I can right. do mm. it but like it, it's not um I, I don't know chasing that was such a mistake for me it, it like just mm. didn't like and whatever this ultimately this just boils down to like be true to yourself or whatever like the, the yeah well no but i think him. but but I, I i think what you're describing there is like such a common feeling especially in entertainment because i think for a long time and you know mike we're talking about progress but still to this day you know i, I work at comedy central now and unfortunately not a lot of more poc i'll be honest with you it's me and one black guy and we are both quitting Some next week so 15 that's 15 years later we're exactly yeah, 15 the same years later. Spot. um <laughs> Uh, I, are you just like I? No, I'm sorry. I should have done a little more research on you before I got here. Are you just me, my like reincarnation? Like just doing everything dude. better, <laughs> exactly <laughs> the same way. It's funny you say that because I have these moments. Because I'm 31 now, I have these moments, the exact same moments with a, a 25 year old Japanese American guy starting comedy today. You know, it's like yeah. what the fuck? You're way more confident. But I think you know, writing that white guy pilot, I totally get that oh, yeah. because because I think. 
I still feel this way, and I'm trying to write about this right now, but like when they say diversity, they don't mean me. No. And then if they don't mean me, then why would I write about my life? Because yeah. you don't even want to hear it. Yeah. They mean, you know, they're talking about black people. They're talking about Latinx people. Yeah. Or, or they're talking about like Asians who want to be doctors. Yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's they're not talking about that Midwest like kid who wanted that hand job under the bleachers. Yeah. They're not talking about yeah, me, yeah, you yeah. know? So it's hard to Tell like, hand jobs that's are. why we... That, yep. That's why you sometimes like I do see a lot of specifically straight Asian guy comedians uh, <laughs> completely denying Asian stuff and just will do jokes about yeah. bathrooms or whatever, yeah. like doing like that white guy Mark Normandy act, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, which yeah. is really funny. But because I think deep down they also know like, oh, well, they don't nobody wants to hear this. Nobody cares. Yeah. You know, and it's yeah, like a yeah. sad reality sometimes. Yeah. It, it's it, it, but it also is like, I think to me. It's it's born out of the same like fear, right? It's like yo, again, very few trailblazers, very few role models for us. So it's like you're gonna try a thing, and when you fail, you'll be like, of course, of course, I failed. Like this isn't, this isn't, yeah, yeah, this isn't a thing that can work. So that's why I think I was like, you know, risk averse. So I was like, well, fuck it, again, you know, at the time, like you know, The Office or Parks and Rec were like the biggest shows on TV. So I was like, I will do a show like that. Um, yep. And my my idea of perspective was like having an Asian character at all was like, I was yes. like, Ooh, <laughs> their minds are going to be blown <laughs> by this. And it's like, I mean, they're yeah. not. But like, <laughs> yeah. This guy goes like, and gets a bento box. Okay. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Ooh, he's not ashamed of it. Yeah. Yeah, truly. I mean, I, I think, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Open on confident Asian man eating a bento box. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Asian but cool. Yeah, Asian but in a cool way. Yeah, yeah exactly. As, as, our, exactly. as our boy Jared Goldstein says. Do you feel like tra the trajectory may be changing for stuff because you know we, we talk about again the you know there's there's Shang Chi's coming out and that'll be cool mm -hmm. and you know mm -hmm. we're gonna talk about Bling Empire in in just a minute but hey mm -hmm. um, there's House of Ho and Bling Empire which mm -hmm. are like hey you know those those things got their own problems but you know it's to your point I'm like <laughs> hey at least I'm glad that there's at least I'm glad that there's some Asian people even mm -hmm. if it's like you know a kind of uh, a weird reality show um, mm -hmm. and and if you had said five years ago even that these shows are going to come out people you know people might be up in arms about it for various reasons now and now it's kind of like part of the fabric mm -hmm. and it, it's not as um, I don't know controversial you know it, it seems a little bit yeah. more like natural you know like yeah. the path is started to be to be laid out for better or for worse so yep. do you feel like that you are um, you know is that affecting you you know your day to day as far as like you know, in your career and your comedy and stuff like that, do you feel like, oh, people might be open to finally hearing about my, you know, a shitty Michigan Asian and mm -hmm. hand job bleacher Asian, you know? I, I think so. <laughs> I mean, I think the thing is, it's like, yeah. So I guess like to me, it's like, it's the market and there's me and they affect each yep. other and, and the community. So I'm more confident in telling those stories too. Cause it's like, whatever, fuck it. Like I, I, I know I can do it now. Um, and so I think that that helps. And the other thing is, I think people are more used to just as they get used to seeing Asian people, you just will will get more fluent. It'll seem less like a risk to be like, you know, 
Andrew slash Fumi trying to get a hand job kind of kind of deal, like super bad, <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like that's a sick pilot, by the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're just the one. There's only one hand job left in town, and the boys are after yeah. him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> one left. <laughs> the last hand job yeah, yeah, in yeah. town. <laughs> it's like Lord. Of the, it's like Lord of the Rings, but uh, with hand jobs. Yeah. He's like yeah. the, the one, <laughs> the one hand to rule them all. Yeah. But 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 at the end, like but but at the end, we we don't get the hand job, no. and we just jerk each other yeah. off because yeah, we're yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah, beautiful, yeah. That's, beautiful. That's, that's, well, that's, and it was inside of us the whole time so. that's gross that's gross <laughs> yeah that's gross <laughs> you don't need the external validation for the hand job you could use the hand job right here and right here <laughs> um, but uh wow that's a bad podcast joke held up my hands folks um it's okay but, uh, uh yeah I, I i think like the market is getting better people americans are getting better at watching shit I'm I'm curious, like I I really am curious the first like Asian American story that like actual Asian people respond to because it's like you mm. know they didn't fuck with the farewell they didn't really fuck with Crazy Rich Asians which yeah, I huh. argue is like an Asian American story um, yeah so I'm I'm genuinely curious I'm really curious I'm really curious like which is the first like Asian American who's gonna like because at the end of the day like fucking again i mostly know chinese people because i'm chinese but like you know the, the mainland chinese audience they would a thousand times rather see like fucking tom cruise or ryan reynolds than like yeah I you know that. any any chinese person chinese american person sorry um yes so I see that 100 yeah, i want i wonder who's going to be the first person to break over that way and if it will ever be yeah it. like a like an asian insecure kind of thing yeah 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 but I'm gonna keep pitching yeah, it yeah. and keep keep uh, keep trying to sell shit that maybe doesn't get made, but it's fine, <laughs> you know. That's just, uh, just that, that's the name of the game, stay baby. Stay afloat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you know that almost 40% of the United States is people of color, but medical research is 80 to 90% white? That's crazy. Are you telling me that every time I read side effects on a, a bottle of pills or something like that, that is based on research only for white people, and they're not really thinking about my petite Japanese body? That's right. They're not thinking about your tiny, tiny Japanese body, okay? This hey. has serious consequences. In drug trials uh, conducted primarily in the United States, Asians account for less than 2% of participants, but account for 6% of the U.S. population. Listen, I'm not a scientist, but I know white people and Asian people, we have different bodies. For example, we got different earwax, and I know that makes a difference in my medication. The All of Us Research Program is the largest and most diverse health resource ever and is representing all of those groups who have been left out of research in the past. People of color, seniors, rural areas, low income, LGBTQ, etc. It's up to you how much and what you want to share, and all of the info is secure and your identifiable info is removed, so it's anonymous. And why should you trust them? It's managed by the National Institute of Health, NIH, one of the world's foremost medical research centers. Why should you sign up? Well, for the greater good, to represent unrepresented groups, contribute to health research to, uh, that could help the community, your family, maybe even you. And you also get a $25 gift card. And they're providing 10,000 free Fitbits starting early next year to bring people into research to help close gaps in representation. You can sign up and do everything safely from the comfort of your own home. Participation is power. Join to make a difference at joinallofus.org slash Asian, not Asian. 
Hey, Fumi, what you doing for the big Valentine's Day? Bro, you know I'm going to make sweet, sweet love to my lady. But I don't know if this happens to you. When I make sweet, sweet love, I get a little tummy ache. Ooh, and then I got to go to the oh. bathroom and declare war on my toilet. And it's a, it's a really big problem. Oh, snaps, dog. What can you do about that? I think the only thing I can do about this is to get a Hello, Hello tushy. tushy. The future of toileting has arrived. Okay, it's technically been around for centuries, but hideously expensive, costing thousands. Now the brand new Hello Tushy 3.0 modern bidet Attachment is here to level the playing field. It's stylish, eco-friendly, easy to install, and affordable. Hello Tushy 3.0 doesn't just cleanse your butt with a precise stream of fresh water. It cleans itself mm -hmm. before and after it's used with the Smart Spray automatic self-cleaning nozzle. It attaches to your existing toilet, requires no electricity or additional plumbing, and cuts toilet paper use by 80%. So the Hello Tushy bidet pays for itself in a few months. Shout out to the people who were part of that study. Because with <laughs> Hello Tushy, you don't wipe at all. Just poop, spray, dry, and go. And sanitation is so simple. The Schmutz Shield offers easy cleaning, and the knobs are naturally antimicrobial. It is trademark. The Schmutz Shield is trademark. no way that's real. The Schmutz Shield is a trademark thing. Plus, every Hello Tushy bidet attachment comes with a 60-day risk-free guarantee and a 12-month warranty. Already got a tush on your pot? Upgrade to the new 3.0 model. If you're new to the revolution, join millions of Hello Tushy customers right now and have a clean butt with every flush. It's true, buddy. For the rump you love to hump, this Valentine's Day, give the gift of Hello Tushy. Go to hellotushy.com slash ANA to get 10% off plus free shipping. This is a special offer for listeners. Go to hellotushy.com slash ANA for 10% off. HelloTushy.com slash ANA. We're back with our guest, uh, Andrew T, uh, comedy writer Andrew T, and it is everybody's favorite segment. It is Das Race News. Das Race News. Uh, and we've got, we have so many people message us about this particular uh, show and topic. Okay. We DMs, emails, people coming to my house. I'm just like, go, go away. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what I'm talking about is, of course, Bling Empire. It is the Netflix reality show. Uh, people are 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 liking this show. And uh, Fumi and I checked it out. We were on another podcast called The Reality Gaze, which I think should be out by the time this episode is out. Uh, so check that out as well. Uh, it was it was a good time, and we checked it out. And for people who don't know, it is a reality show um, based about based around rich Asian folks in LA. And it is 100% a um, spin-off, uh, you know, in the minds of the creators of like, let's make Crazy Rich Asians, but in L.A. And, mm -hmm. and, I th and that's really the pitch of it. And, and yeah. you know, it's got all sorts of different characters. There's, there's like, all, you know, all these people who are like heirs to various things. There's, um, you know, there's uh, uh, someone we know. Uh, his name is uh, Kevin Creeder, and he's a, a model. He is uh, he he's he's a he's a, a Korean adopted a model. He grew up in Philly, uh, and 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 it's just like their lives um, and the ridiculous shit that they do. So it's it's a mess, <laughs> and I've I've now learned that being a mess in a reality show is a good thing. Okay, so now I don't feel so bad saying it because it is a mess, and all the people are very messy, and it's kind of all over the fucking place. Uh, but I think people are are are, are feeling it and. Um, you know, before I kind of get into, you know, my thoughts about it, you know, I want to see what Andrew, have you checked the show out? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I watched, um, a little bit of it. It had been on like my, like to-do list, like, of shit I should yeah. watch. So my, my, here's my thing that I was, um, cause I'm not like a reality TV person. Like I just like, Same, I'm not kind at all. of like, 
I just can't really do it. And truly, I was like, I'm pretty sure it's not a good idea to watch reality TV, like the race-based <laughs> reality TV of your own Interesting. race. Interesting. Because... I was just like, Uh, like, if this was a bunch of white people, I think it would be more entertaining. But like the kind of eternal cringe of like, God, and they fucking talk about being Asian all the time. I was like, oh, damn it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But they're not like worse, worse than any other reality show people. It's just like when it's like reflecting on me a little bit. I was like, ooh, this is tough. This is tough. Yeah, yeah. Um, It it is interesting seeing... um, you know, it, it's it's almost like the tagline is Asian people can also be trashy. You know, yeah. it's like, hey, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Yeah. But that's, I mean, so as you were like you were saying in the last segment, that is a type of progress. Like the right to be shitheads yeah. is like yes. for a long time we didn't have the right to be just that dumb on TV, and we finally do. Um, but yeah, it's it it was it was personally it was hard a little hard for me to watch because I was like. Yo, I, I just, I know I would personally hate those people. And I, I get that that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> but when yeah. I hate people, I just don't interact with them as opposed to I think yes, a lot of I'm people on earth that's like seek out people to hate. And I'm like, I don't need that in my life, really. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, you live in LA, you hate everybody, you know? So it's like, yeah, you, there's no way to function, right? I don't need, I don't um, need more of this shit. Uh, Fumi, what did you, what did you think about it? Um, Yeah. I mean, I think I said this on another podcast, but like, you know, they the other podcast we did, Reality Gaze, they asked us to describe it in one word. And I said one thing on that podcast, but I reconsidered it. And I truly feel like one word to describe the show is like Asian, question mark. Yeah. <laughs> you know, where it's like, it's like, yeah, maybe they look like me, but not really because all of them have like insane amounts of plastic surgery. Yes. Yeah. Like to a point where they don't look Asian anymore. Oh, yeah. No, they, don't, they, they, look, look, they all look Peruvian They're all Americans at this point. Yeah. They're yes, not exactly. Asian-Americans, so... Um, uh, But yeah, I mean, it's just like so, you know, it's interesting because like I I didn't necessarily get cringy because they're, I don't think that I'm, I'm, I'm hoping people are smart enough to Mm -hmm. not associate like a regular working Asian person with that kind of thing. Just because like nobody we know talks and lives like that, right? (laughs) Like, I mean, it's almost like Mm -hmm. the fact that they're Asian doesn't matter. They're not like for one of the episodes they fly to france for <laughs> yeah. brunch that's not that's not an asian thing i promise you that's not an asian thing you know so like i i sure it's asian but like i i i would like i would argue that like really nothing about it is asian yeah. in, in, in yeah. like a more traditional sense yeah that was uh, actually yeah. like one of the missed opportunities in the movie Crazy Rich Asians, which and, and which I guess I assume is part of one of the things in the book, which is like there's that one scene where there's like a bunch of like I think like Sikh guards that are like really yes. scary in, in Crazy Rich Asians. And I was like, and, and look, this is me being like too much on Twitter, but I was like, I, I think I tweeted this, but I'll just say it if I didn't, which is like the one thing about Crazy Rich in real life crazy rich Asians is the main thing they do is fuck up the lives of normal Asians. Like, <laughs> like, like rich, rich Asians, um, you know, yeah. they, they made their money. It's like blood money from like fucking up like poor Asians. <laughs> like, that's yes, exactly. Right. Gun running, <laughs> selling drugs. Yeah. Um, all that shit. Yes. Like, yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> I, I would, I would have loved, and I haven't watched the whole series, so maybe it's in there. To just and I assume really it's like Kevin is meant to stand in for every man, um, or every normal yeah. Asian person. 
you know, every normal Asian model. Right. Yeah, exactly. But I'm like, <laughs> With yo, six pack. I, w- I would love that to see them just get like straight up like delivery one day. Yeah. Just like just yes. just, you know, just some very normal lower class Asian person and interact with them. Right. I just mean, I guess the regular. Is, yeah. Yeah. It would be un- it would be very ugly. But <laughs> that's the shit that to me is very like, so what's up? What's up? How do you do you tip the delivery person? Like, how do you how do you do this? Like, how, how do you treat <laughs> yeah, how much is your how tip? Much you tip how much you tip? That could be a whole episode. That's a whole episode. Oh. Just tipping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think like with with Bling Empire, it is it is part of like a sort of narrative that asian people have money and um you can connect it to obviously crazy rich asians but then also there's this thing you know andrew you're about my age so you must know about parachute kids that was like a thing in the 90s parachute Mm -hmm, kids mm -hmm. who were like you know rich rich kids from wherever being dropped off in america by their rich parents to like be educated in america then Mm -hmm. there's also kind of like this uh uh, a sub-branch of like rich kids on instagram sort of like mm-hmm. you know who who are in college but are dipped in supreme and like drive yeah, Lamborghinis. Yeah. yeah and it kind of reminds me of i mean what you were just saying it's like hollywood and pop culture kind of woke up to oh there's asian people but then yeah. they were like oh wait but they're all rich okay so like i got it yeah. right it's mm-hmm. it's like um it's like, oh, you want representation? You know, let let's 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 get the mo- let's get the most ridiculous version of that. You know, and, and like all the Asian people are like, whoa, whoa, hold on here, hold on, you got to the you, you got to the wrong conclusion. I don't know how we're mm-hmm. we're just trying to say, hey, like, hey, there, there's regular there's Asian people, and Hollywood was like, got you, you guys all have helicopters. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You know, I'm just like, what, the, <laughs> what the fuck is yeah? You know? Dad, don't don't say another word. We got you. No, no, no. I <laughs> totally get it. You guys all fly to France. Got you. No problem. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Okay, we're. Is this what you wanted? Is that what you, you guys got camels and stuff, right? I'm just like, yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? I think to to draw the analogy all the way through. We got the reality show version of Crazy Rich Asians, and what I want to see is the reality show version of Parasite. I just want to see. <laughs> I want to see full class war in yes. reality TV. Just fucking fuck them. Yes, up. I mean for sure. Like, um, there's a couple episodes where you see like some of their nannies and shit like that, and mm-hmm. they look like regular Asian people who are just like yeah. you know they have normal faces. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. like, yo, where does that girl? Where does she go to get you know dim sum? Because I bet you yep. she knows the spots, you know, and yep, she's got yep, some yep. Re- <laughs> she's got some crazy shit to tell you. We'd love to hear what uh, our fans think of uh, Bling Empire. Again, I get it. It's supposed to be kind of crazy and and nuts. And we talked about House of Ho in a couple episodes before with Anchit Tran. Um, and this show makes... Uh, Bling Empire makes the House of Ho look like Shakespeare, okay? Because <laughs> House of Ho yes. is like a beautiful <laughs> allegory, you know, based on, you know, Henry V compared to what Bling Empire is, which is just a mishmash of lying Americans just getting to, like, weird things. So uh, check that out. Ah! Oh, my skin is shit! <laughs> <laughs> Your skin is shit. It's shit, Mike. It's shit, and you it's smell shit. like shit. I know. I'm so sorry. But you do too, man. Oh, I do. You know why? Why? It's because we are straight guys. We are and straight, straight guys. guys. We are terrible I know. in so many ways, and not least of which is from smelling and looking Ain't like shit. shit. But you know what we can do to improve ourselves, What's Mike? That? What? 
We can try Hawthorne. Hawthorne is a premium tailored personal care brand that's making it easy for guys to feel and smell your best. You start with a quiz. The quiz has things like what's your favorite drink and how do you like to uh, spend the night out. It's actually pretty fun. Uh, I did it. It's a, it's really easy. And the products you get, they have so many different kinds of products. They got mm-hmm. everything from shampoo to deodorant because I'm a smelly boy. You're a smelly boy. I double down on the deodorant. I get the perfume. I have a lot of face stuff because my face is terrible and I yeah. try to get a lot of face stuff. It's awesome. Uh, if you want to upgrade your self-care routine, Hawthorne is a fun and convenient way to get super high-quality products tailored specifically for your needs. Hawthorne even takes the risk out of it by giving you free shipping on your orders and returns. And if you don't like your products, they'll even retailer them for you based on your feedback. Whoa. Yeah. Do what I did. Take Hawthorne's quiz today and get started on your personalized self-care routine by going to hawthorne.co and use promo code NOTASIAN to get 10% off your first purchase. That's H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E dot C-O, promo code not Asian, Hawthorne dot C-O, promo code not Asian. We smell better now. Yay! Listen, Mike, you know me on the podcast, I like to laugh like an insane person, spread joy through jokes and inappropriate comments. But is that how I feel on the inside in 2020? Absolutely not, Mike. No, man. It's a dark mess in here, dude. Sometimes I'm really sad. Sometimes I'm a little depressed. I'm really stressed. You know, and I think a lot of people with the pandemic, they're not really sure about job security. And that's that's a huge source of stress for a lot of people. And I think if any of our listeners feel this way, they should check out our sponsor, BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Connect in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. This isn't self-help. It's professional counseling. Send a message to your counselor anytime. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. Woo! All without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. You know how those waiting rooms can be, bro. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. So they make it easy and free to change counselors if you need it. And it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. Licensed professional counselors who specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, and self-esteem. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com Asian. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Asian. So this is like, a, a, I guess, a special segment. We got an interesting email from one of our listeners, and I don't want to call this mismanagement consulting because it's kind of a, it, you know, it, it's a real-ass question, and we love real-ass questions here at Asian Not Asian. So I'll just read you this email, and then, um, you know, I, I actually didn't know about this thing that he's referencing, so I'm glad he let us know, but I thought it would be uh, an interesting discussion point. So one of our readers, or sorry, one of our listeners, uh, I don't know his name, um, or I don't want to say it. He wrote, um, so Howard University, uh, an HBCU, which is historic, historical, historically black uh, colleges and universities, just recently hired uh, an editor to run their magazine. And many African-Americans online were upset or dismissive of the fact Howard did not hire someone who was black. This got me thinking again about a certain issue. As a black guy in my 20s, I have a sort of a career related to Asian culture. Would it be wrong if I were to be hired uh, uh, at an Asian-American organization? Uh, for example, museums, nonprofit, over an Asian. Is it weird that I have a lot of Asian friends? Love the pod. I enjoy being an anal. Anal is Asian not Asian listener. He's not talking about <laughs> yeah. um, butt sex at That's the end of his email for no reason. Just um, so, so I looked this up 
and there weren't that many articles about it, but basically the synopsis is that um, Howard University uh, hired a new editor, and she's actually Asian. I think yeah. she's Chinese. Her name is Rin Rin Yu. Yeah, for their for, and, one of the, for their magazine for what they're like. Yes, can, yes. Yeah. And a lot of people, a lot of students and stuff like that on Twitter, you know, were like, "Is she really qualified to tell her stories?" Like, sure, I'm sure she's qualified, but like, you really couldn't find somebody who's black and qualified. Like, mm. you know, I don't believe you. And it got um, people kind of riled up. So I think there's two things. Like, one, how do you feel about this Rin Rin person? And two is sort of, you know, for our listener, you know, he's black, but he has an interesting Asian culture and he's working at an Asian organization. Like, is that wrong for him to want these positions? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, this is an interesting question. And I think this kind of touches on some of the stuff we've been, you know, talking about as far as like, you know, where do Asian people sort of fit with the white black dynamic? Right. Because a lot In of times, America. you know, yeah. Asian people can be perceived as like not people of color. Uh, or 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 even white, you know. I think that c- comes across sometimes, um, and I think it's interesting because this is, you know, a very visible position, right? It's like it's Howard, it's the editor in chief. Um, I mean, Howard is uh, is uh, the alma mater of our our new VP, so it's you know uh, a flagship HBCU, um, and it's it's good at least. I think people aren't really challenging her as like you know a a journalist she is like everybody's like yeah she's clearly like can do her shit you know journalist yeah and all that stuff but it's like you know uh i could see like why the optics of this is not gonna be you know what i'm saying like it, it you gotta also think of, we, we we're talking about representation everything's about representation right so you know it's it it sends a certain message if you have you know someone in this visible of a job you know that's really what it is and i don't know what it what one way or the other uh i do remember this is just a little a thing because our this reader is, or listener is talking about you know he's a black guy he has a lot of asian friends um and he's got you know this whole you know kind of asian thing i remember in, in my when i when i was in in college i was part of triple a which is the asian american association which is just like a big glom of asian people and of which I mean, I went to, you know, I went I went to a public university in California. So it was like 40% Asian. So we had a huge club and maybe more, 60% Asian. Um, and our president, our president, the president of AAA for one of the years was a black dude. <laughs> right? Mm. Yes. Wow. And, and let me tell you something. This is the terrible times of, uh, this is after affirmative action was repealed in California. We barely had any black people on campus. It was terrible. Mm. Uh, and and we got one of the black people at at Cal to be president, and <laughs> dude, and that's I, crazy. Yeah, and at the time, I mean, I don't think anybody was upset about it. I mean, he got elected. You know, what I'm saying we voted him in. Right. We, we weren't. Yeah, know, yeah, we, yeah. We didn't like install it. You know, he didn't like, he didn't, like sneak in, he didn't coup <laughs> his way in there. You know, what I'm saying we elected <laughs> yeah. him, and he like worked his way up the ranks. You know, so I thought it was cool, and it was kind of like funny. It was like, oh yeah, ha ha ha, right. But it totally made sense. Um, and I don't know where... Uh, do you remember why he wanted... Like, did you know the president well? Like, Do you remember, Do you know why he wanted to be in that position or like be involved in that club? I mean, I... <laughs> Here's the thing. When you go... When you go to a public... When you... It's 60% Asian. Almost by default, all your friends will be Asian. Okay? Like... Right. You, <laughs> you gotta really try 
to not be friends with Asian people if you went to Cal, okay? Like, and, and I'm sure there was tons of white people who were just friends with only white people. But if you were anybody else, you're just like, by default, you just had Asian friends. So I think it right, made right. a lot of sense, you know, for, for that. And, and, and I think he just kind of did his thing and he kind of went in and, 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 and did our thing. And it was, um, an Asian American, the association wasn't, it wasn't very, uh, it was like loosely Asian. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, mm-hmm. we, we were, of course, AAA, but it wasn't like we were, all of our meetings were in English and shit. It, w- it was totally fine to to have, mm-hmm. you know, a, a person who was not necessarily Asian American. I thought it made perfect sense. So, you know, th- that's just an example, I think, of, hey, you know, I am... Um, um, uh, I actually don't know what my my point is. I, I think the point I'm trying to say is that it, it didn't seem unusual in that context, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It, like it's it, happened before. Yeah. It it made sense. It made sense. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but I think in this one it's a little it's a it, it, it's a little different. I don't know, Andrew. What do you what are your feelings? Yeah, I I mean I think there's probably like the, I think the reality is is like all of the criticism is fair. It or not all. I'm sure some of it is not fair, but you know the the the, the, the that, that that I saw was like basically fair. It's like she's probably fine. It probably would be better if it were a black person, um, for you know sort of optics reasons. Um, yep. But there's also like, I, I I maybe I'm just like too easy on shit like this, but I'm like. I mean, the reality is she's not going to get like fired because of this Twitter talk. Like it's yeah. valid ish mm. criticism. And yep. the, the re- I think the reality is like, we'll just see how she does. Like, you know, mm. that's, that's mm. sort of it. There, there's just like, hopefully she does a wonderful job and it like bridges some of the pretty severe damage between, you know, Asian people and black people that exists in America. Yep. yep. Um, you know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that's like a potential like sort of silver lining, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's like, I, I, I don't know. I think, I think shit like this sometimes I'm like when, when you hear like, oh, the, the internet's blowing up or like Twitter said this and it's like, yeah, but Twitter has pretty limited power. Like, you know, it's like, it does stuff, <laughs> it does stuff, but mm, like, yeah. you know, a, a lot of times it's just words and like, ugh, th- there's like no, like. Again, it, it, this isn't like, you know, she got doxxed or like she's like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Pe- people are like calling yeah, they're not for coming, her. To, they're not yeah. coming for her. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like. I think they were kind of criticizing the university itself. Yeah. yeah. It's just it's just like, like a knee jerk opinion. They're all again, not all, but all the ones I saw are like, you know, valid. It's, it, it would be perfectly valid to be like or and, and even like going back to the example of the the uh, black president of AAA, it's like. I probably wouldn't say something. I mean, I definitely wouldn't say something. But had I said it, I would be like, huh, that's kind of weird. You know, <laughs> like, like not even like in a bad way. It's like, oh, well, that's not what I expected. Like, whatever. Right. You know? and, and this is just yeah. a, it's yeah. pretty close yeah. to that. It's like, ah, you know, I'd be better <clears throat> if she was black. But, you know, I'm not like, you know, again, I'm not burning down her house or anything like that. So it's like. Yeah, I, I think like, th- okay, two things. One, I feel like I get the sentiment only because, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure she's qualified or whatever, but I feel uh, black people have to always 
be on their toes because people are always trying to like take things from them, you know, <laughs> not just Asian. But like, you yeah. know, like for example, like, you know, yesterday I, I was at the beach and I, I met, I was at the beach, hey, and uh, <laughs> I was making a new friend, just somebody I met on the beach. And I found out that this person works for like a tech startup in San Francisco. Yeah. And I'm not saying which company because I'm not allowed to, but um, <laughs> she's working on some app. She's working on an app for this startup company. And it's like an app. It's kind of kind of like TikTok, but it's for rappers. Like it's for like, it's to like make rap tracks and like it's like a social media for rappers, mm-hmm. like amateur rappers, right? And uh, hey, that sounds cool, but this, you know, this lady, this lady is probably making over hundred k making this goddamn app. She does not rap, mm-hmm. you know, like she's <laughs> making, <laughs> she's she's living in Hawaii, yeah. While you know, my name, my Caribbean neighbors in Brooklyn are dying because mm-hmm. they don't have insurance, <laughs> right? Like. You know what I mean? And yeah. she, if this app, if 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 this app blows up, which I don't know if it will or not, but if it does blow up, this person's gonna be on Forbes, right? Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like this this that's just a micro example of yeah. just how America works. And so I I understand like yep. HBCU is like you know I don't know if you read um I think it's called Between the World and Me by Tanahasi Coates. Yeah. yeah. He described he went to he went to Howard and he he describes it as like the mecca of black people. Like that's how important it was to him because it's like the only place where everybody's black, everybody's really smart, and he really felt like, you know, he's basically he had the experience I'm having right now in Hawaii. Everybody here is Asian <laughs> and I love it. There's rice balls everywhere. For him, I don't know what the black equivalent is. There was something there for him. And uh you know, it, that's like his home. That's like black people's home turf. And yeah, to yeah. see that happen yeah. on the home turf is, I think, what it's turf for. It's kind of like if you yeah. and I found out that the CEO of Zojirushi Rice Cooker is like a white guy named Tanner. <laughs> we would be a little hurt. We'd be like, what has happened? Are you Tanner. serious right now? Well, he, like, I know. Yeah. You know, Tanner, may maybe he went to Wharton. Maybe he went to UPenn. But it's like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. this is this, this is, is my home. spot. You know, I think that's kind of what it is. I, I mean, think I it, think it, I, it always. Yeah. Oh, I was just saying, I think ahead, like you could, we can even just see it in this conversation, right? It's like we don't have to have historically Asian colleges and universities because it's like very truly true. like Cal because we're is already prob- there is, is probably that. Yeah, it's because and it's because yeah. like, you know, yeah. model minority shit and like, you know, teachers and all that always stuff. Yeah, Asian. Yeah. yeah. So it's like. So we don't even need to have a name for the thing that we occupy. You know, the Ivy League mm. is historically white, you know, college and universities. We don't have to call it that. So like just we the fact that, that there is a phrase for like, you know, like Howard and all the other HBCUs to to be a thing that needs to exist, I think just that goes a long way to saying why these are not equal things. Yes. Like like it's I just think like it's you're so right. I think I think it always uh you know, it it's like you kind of think about is is this person going to do right by the people that this person that is represented right mm-hmm. and 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 it's kind of like the reason why no one at AAA was upset about a black guy being it, the president was because our power wasn't diluted in any way everyone mm-hmm. else in the all his cabinet everyone else there was asian and it was like cool we have yeah. a black guy great and I'm um, and he was going he's he's going to do right by by us, right? Mm-hmm. And so then there's like a concern, you know, hey, is this is uh, is is this person going to, you know, going to represent uh, Howard in the right way? Is this person going to do those mm-hmm. things? And those things, you know, that representation can matter. And mm-hmm. you know, that is and and uh yeah, it's 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 like you hit it, right? Like this is this is um their flagship university and and they want to have um the right people in place and and this isn't a knock on on um Mizu's, like qualifications but like this this goes beyond just the qualifications that are on on paper so mm-hmm. i think you're you're totally right you know like let's let's 
let's hope that she does a good job and yeah. and, and everything like that you know but uh but I, I i think i couldn't help but think of um do you guys know roy wood jr's bit about the white guy who works at the black history museum <laughs> <laughs> that's i just kept because like his whole bit is like how many extra how many extra questions did that guy have to answer to get the job yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. and I'm, I'm just wondering like how many extra questions did miss rin rin you have to answer about black american culture to get this goddamn job yeah man does she she really she knows but, a lot man that, that's the uh, hope. Yeah. That's the hope is that she's amazing, and that this is like, you know, and, and it, you know, you're. It's like, is that fair? Like, maybe not. But the unfairness doesn't stem from Howard or the black community. The, the right, unfairness absolutely. stems from the fact that, like, rightfully, black folks are like suspicious. There's, you know, and the other side of that, the Cal thing is like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The the other reason like that works is because in general the student body of Cal. Asian student body is not worried about black people taking yes. things from them. Like yes. that's just not a thing. Mm, it's mm. just not a thing, not right. an issue. So like, yeah, or whatever. I mean, I guess there's some of those like affirmative action Asian bootlicker. Right. We that, were, yeah, there were some, but yeah. I think that's, yeah, I think that is, um, you know, again, you're sort of pointing to some, a structural thing that, yeah. you know, Asian people are, are, you know, worried about, um, you know, black people or or people of color taking spots because of affirmative action, but that's that again points to a structural problem, as far yeah. as like mm -hmm. that's you know that's really kind of the whole point. So yeah, uh, we can get into that later. But um, yeah, we'll, <laughs> we're we're gonna keep tabs on this. We're gonna see how this goes. Uh, we'll see. You know, she's on probationary period with Asian Not Asian podcast. <laughs> we'll see so uh, good luck what to them she, and, what if yeah. she fucks up I hope I really hope she doesn't fuck up I hope she was great I, 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 I yeah. yeah if you're She's listening Rin Rin Yu, please Rin Rin. please uh, our, our <laughs> reputation is riding on your shoulders so please don't fuck up <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, that was our episode. Uh, Andrew, thank you again for coming on the show. This was so much fun. Thanks um, for having where me. can our listeners find you and your work? Woo. Where can they find you? I mean, yo, podcast is Joseph's Racist. I'm on Twitter and Instagram, Andrew T. But also, uh, we, we recently went, took the podcast independent. So if you like this, yeah. and then if you like listening to the podcast and you want to support, uh, you can go to suboptimalpods.com. Um, you know, just trying to just trying to do it on our own. We got we got a little had a little. Uh, it, it's nice to not work for any white people, at least on the podcast <laughs> side. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, Amen. That's the jam. Um, wait, so is your whole podcast behind the paywall now? The whole no, the no. Whole so thing? there's still the normal podcast, and then we have some bonus episodes and and things like that. Oh, got it, got yeah, it. Yeah, hey, Anos, if you like this podcast, you're definitely gonna love Yo Is This Racist. So please, please check out Andrew's yeah, podcast. Um, thank you. And thank follow you. us on social media. We are on all the platforms at Asian Not Asian Pod. I'm also on there at the Fumi Abe. That's T H E F U M I A B E. And you can find me on Instagram at my at Nice Pants Bro. Um, please come to our stand up comedy show that we do on zoom every other week called hack city just go to asian.asianpod.com for tickets they are free the next one will be happening um february 5th yep so february 5th, come check so we'll see that out yeah and cool. yep and as always check out our patreon patreon.com slash asian.asianpod for bonus content um do i it. think that's it andrew thank you so much for coming on this was amazing that's right um anals we'll see you guys next week bye, bye. Okay. All right, everybody, we are back with this month's Patreon shout outs. If you don't know what we're doing right now, we always give a shout out to a news member of our Patreon team. So go to patreon.com slash Asian that Asian pod. 
uh, to join our army. And in uh, exchange for your money, your hard-earned money, or this new, um, apparently we're supposed to get 1600 from Biden. That's going to be tight. Um, oh. You're not, but I am because I am poor. <laughs> um, but in, in exchange for your money, we will give you a shout out. And also you get bonus content. We have like, we have like, I don't know. I think we have like over 12 or 13 bonus episodes. We've got monthly bonus episodes. And then we've tried a bunch of stuff in the past that nobody liked, like extra news, race news and shit. Just a bunch of shit on there. And we're going to continue to do some stuff. And I think actually this month we're going to try to do like a Patreon only hangout. So definitely check that out if yeah. you want to get to know us more. Um, and nudes, nudes as well. Who, <laughs> we keep telling everybody we're going to release. Nudes. I will send nudes if you give more than 50 bucks a month, which I feel like is not even that much money. I will do it. I'll send I'll, I'll send a monthly progress report of my dick. Uh, <laughs> growing and it's actually just getting smaller because I'm getting older. Anyways, okay, here we go. We're going to now guess our um, Patreon people's uh, ethnicity based on their last name. Please don't cancel us. Here we go. Sheena Lou. Sheena. How do you spell Sheena? S-H-E-E-N-A-L-U. I don't even know why I bothered asking. Oh, uh, Chinese. This is Chinese. <laughs> this is Chinese. Chinese. Um, you just L-U. I mean, even the Sheena part, like sometimes Chinese Americans will have like an interesting ass first name. You know, you couldn't have gone with Jennifer. No, Sheena. Like, no, it's no, cool. it's always got to be like a like a like a little like a little like a little old sounding, you know, Edison. Yeah. Like, you yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, a friend named Edison? Like, I have a friend named like Frida, you know, it's a little old. Yeah, here we go. It's a little old. Yeah, dude. Then we got, you know? then we got Ginger Jacobson. She always comes to the Hack City show. Shout out to uh, Ginger. Oh, yeah. Hey, I think she's, she's mixed. I, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say yeah? half Jewish, half Jewish, half Chinese. Probably that's what I'm going with. Oh, ah, Chinese people nice. love Ginger. Yes, um, yes. Shalom. Shalom to you, ma'am. Okay, then we got Kira, K-I-R-A. And it's her, this person's thumbnail is a cat. Um, Kira. That Kira is the name of like a like a anime villain in Death yes. Note. Yes. Yeah. This is I, definitely an anime character who has come yeah. to life and figured out how to use our economy and is now giving us money through Patreon. <laughs> so welcome to reality. Yes. You've made a mistake. Uh, this person is a villain Asian, and we love we love having those <laughs> villain Asian. Villain Asian. <laughs> then we got a uh, Polina Paskova. Oh snap! I saw this person. Also, yeah. I I uh, well, I mean, I, I saw the notification come up. I didn't. This person also give us money in Canadian dollars. I see that on the Patreon. Yes, CA five dollars, which I think how much is that in America? Probably like like I don't know. We probably owe her money now, you know, with this crazy Canadian. <laughs> she she well found a done. way. She found a way to take she money found from a us. Way. She took money oh, from us Polina. with that Canadian money. You know, damn. with their socialism, we now owe God, them money. Damn, she's a uh, yeah, but I think this is like a Russian ass name or definitely this is a Russian super Russian name. Yeah, super Russian name. Russian Canadian. This is a hacker. The hacker. Hacker. Hacked our. Thing with Canadian money, but yeah. Well, anyways, honestly, thanks for the uh, targeting. So <laughs> then we got a uh, Nia James Star, spelled S T A R R. Nia James Star. But the thumbnail is looking a little Asian, so I think this person is mixed. Huh. Um, Nia, maybe that's a good hint. You know, what kind of an Asian person? What kind of an Asian parent would name their kid Nia? I was gonna say like Chinese, but but also white. But you know, to make it a little bit more interesting. Maybe star the, is white maybe, as hell. Yeah, star is super white, but yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say um, um you know, a mixed race person. Well, you know why I think it's Viet also like, you know, sometimes Asian people will give like an Asian middle name just to be like, this is your culture. Nope, three three white ass names, three American names, and maybe 
maybe that's a Viet thing, you know? Maybe they're just like, you know, in House of Ho, they named their kids Washington and like Reagan. Maybe it's like that. Well, that's what I'm saying is that usually there is there there was no president named Nia, you know? Yeah, There's no right. Bible characters named. That's where we get our names from. We get our names from. Uh, it's it, it, you know what would be you know what would be a, a Vietnamese name. It would be John Wayne Star. <laughs> John Wayne Star. For reals, that would be that's a Vietnamese name. Shit. Vietnamese people love John Wayne. Okay. Dude, John right. Wayne Star. Boom. Nia right. Star. Uh, this is not going to be. I lied. I lied. I, I don't Chinese. know what this person. Yeah, Chinese. You're right. I'm going to say Chinese. Chinese. Have, have mixed race. Gotcha. Gotcha, Nia. Go. Okay. Then we got Hong, Hong Yue. It's one word H O N G Y U E. Pop star. Chinese pop star. Chinese pop star. Full pop Chinese pop star. This person also gave us the full amount in one year, oh, which is just a pop yeah. star move, baby. That, that is a pop star move. But you know, guys, if you donate on an annual basis, then you get like 10% off. So you're actually giving us more for less. So Ooh, think about that as you're that's, see, see, also this pop you, star got there. I know. know also, it's, it's less it of a, there's less pain points because you're not reminded every month that you're giving us. Exactly. Stupid you people just did money. it once. You just did it once. And boom. boom. And it's good for us because we got your money. You can't take it back. <laughs> or can you? I have no idea. Maybe you can. I Well, I don't think so. But yeah, uh, dude. So this by, yeah, just one, the one star. name pop star. Chinese. Pop and star. lastly, we have uh, Bo mate. Dennis. Damn. You know what's, uh, this Book is like, well, I was like, it was like, th is this really like Dennis Bow? Is that what's going on? Is that what's, what's going Dennis on? Bo. Here? Oh, you, you well, think it's flipped? It's flipped. Well, I don't, is Bo a last name? Is Dennis a last name? Um, some, you know, like I, I think that rich white people have last names that sound like first names. <laughs> okay, how about this? How about we'll have two competing ones and Bo Dennis will, will tell us which one's right. So Fumi thinks that Bo Dennis, the white guy. I think Bo Dennis is a which white could guy. Be Bo, okay, you know what? Bo, that's a dog's name. This could be, this could be, this could be <laughs> a rich dog. dog. Yeah, which you dog? know how I mean, hey man, it's if a you, chocolate man, lab for sure. It's a chocolate lab, and if it's a chocolate <laughs> lab, listen, chocolate labs owned by white people have Patreon accounts. That's how okay? privileged they are. <laughs> they, they have access to wealth. They they're calling up Lehman Brothers. Oh, no, they're not around anymore. Morgan Stanley moving some funds around. Okay, I think it's Dennis. I think it's Bo Dennis, but it's like an Asian way, Dennis Bo. Mm -hmm. Which case then Bo. That's a sweet name that like is from like an 80s action movie. You yeah. know? Ha! Yeah. You must defeat Dennis Bo. <laughs> oh, so he's an 80s action movie Asian. 80s action movie Asian gotcha. versus Chocolate Lab. One of the two. Which one <laughs> yeah, are you? You let us know. You let us know which one you are. We know we we are 100% positive you are one of the two. One of the uh, two. You're we, either we an Asian 80s action star or a Chocolate <laughs> Lab. One of the two. Let us so know or, or bark at us. One yeah, of the two. Let us know, man. Uh, all right, that concludes our Patreon shoutouts. Uh, please go to patreon.com slash Asian Asian pod to join the army. We love you guys. Thank you guys so much. Thank Bye. you.